evening, good evening, good evening. This is your host, Sister Nayara Muhammad, transformational life coach, speaker, retreat leader, host of the Heal on Purpose podcast, also international best-selling author. I am super excited tonight because we are here bringing forth more content that is going to help you to eradicate generational traumas, dramas, limiting beliefs, and self-sabotaging behavior patterns. That's right. That's why, right, family. That's why you have tuned into the Heal on Purpose podcast hosted by the repair of the Black family. Now, you already know. You know how to rock with me. Make sure you have you a cup of tea, have you some coffee, Make sure you have you some pen, a notepad, because we want you to take notes, okay? And if you don't have that, it's okay. Go ahead and use that official paper. Take some mental notes. Now, tonight, I do have a wonderful, I mean, a wonderful guest, a most powerful guest, but I just want to say this. He's not anybody. He is definitely my son. Tonight, I'm going to introduce to you my son, Brad Muhammad, a.k.a. known as Brother Raheem. One of his favorite quotes is, one of the most powerful tools a man can have is the willpower to meet and overcome all obstacles in his path. Brad Muhammad was raised in St. Petersburg, Florida. He is married and a father of three. From his commitment to community service, playing foot professional football in the Canadian League, he has flourished into a leader. He is also a member of the Nation of Islam, Brad is quite an inspiration and has lit a trail for youth behind him. He is a trendsetter. Come on now. He like his mama. <laughs> He's a trendsetter and determined to succeed in life. So tonight, I'm bringing forth my my son, Brother Raheem Muhammad. How are Thank you, God. son? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on your show tonight. Yes, I feel so blessed and highly favored. Not only do I have you as your own individual man, a powerful leader, you know, a husband and a father, but I get to introduce to the world one of my sons. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule for just to spend time with your mother as we are striving to help repair the Black family to heal on purpose. So I read your bio. And of course, I talked about you as my son, which you can see I can't stop smiling, y'all. Y'all see I can't stop smiling. But Brad Raheem, I, and I keep saying Brad Raheem because he is born as Brad, but I gave him a name, Raheem. So if you hear me go in and out, it's not two different people. It's the same person, okay? Because Raheem means the most merciful. So Raheem, tell us who you are and how you show up in the world. Well, my name is Brad Muhammad, like you said. Um, most of my family called me Raheem. And you know, I'm just a a, a leader among my, my my peers. Uh, you know, I, I send this like like I said in my bio, set trends, and you know, I'm 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 learning life as 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 just as much as my friends next to me, and I'm just everything that I'm learning, I'm able to give them give my my fans my. I'm sorry, mom. No, go ahead, continue on. This this yeah. is organic family, so y'all getting it real and raw. Okay, so continue on, son. But yeah, like I was saying, I'm, I'm able to give my experiences and, and things that I've learned along the way, give those those things to the younger youth behind me so they can be able to make better decisions as they or learn from whatever they can take from my story as they continue on in their journey of life. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. And you know, that that's very powerful. I mean, even tonight, you know, we make mistakes in life, right? We fall down and we get up and it's not always easy to get up. It's not always easy to show up, right? But when we do, we show up and we show out. And so with you being a trendsetter, that's definitely what I'm taking from just your introduction. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, I don't learn from some mistakes, but I'm showing up and I'm not just showing up for myself. I'm showing up for those who can benefit from my story. Right. Exactly. Yes. So thank you so very much. Now, um, of course, you are a husband and you have three beautiful children. So tell us about your wife and children. Oh, well, you know, I have a, a, a beautiful wife, uh, Daisha. She's she's amazing. Um, she's there for me. She's, uh, you know, she's my strength. She's she hold it down for me when I'm I'm going through the things that I go through. And she's there for me to be the first to congratulate me when I'm when I've met my goal. So uh, big shout out to my wife, uh, my, my oldest daughter, um, Zyla Nair Muhammad. Uh, she's a star. She's uh, outgoing. She's ready to learn everything. Uh, just a, just a, a, a open notebook, ready to you know write whatever whatever story she's she's ready to write. I'm just I'm excited to watch her grow. And then I have two young boys, uh, Messiah Muhammad and uh, Jaheen Muhammad, uh, just young warriors. Man, I'm ready to mold. I can't wait to mold them into young man. But uh, it's a great. It's a great experience having a family as a young age because uh, I'm, I'm able to mature a lot faster than probably the natural course that I probably would have. Um, not only having to tell them or guide them in during this time from right and wrong, but also being an example because everything I'm saying, they're, they're looking at me trying to see, well, uh, does my actions match, match my words? So uh, it's a great experience. Beautiful. Thank you. And that's very powerful, son. Now, it takes a lot of courage to step into the role of husband, you know, and step up in the role of father, you know, or daddy, daddy, father, however we want to say it. And I want to just ask you the question, like, what gives you the courage to just step up just in not just in those roles, but step up in life? Like, what got you to that point where you can truly say, you know what? Regardless of what I got to go through as a husband, as a father, I can do this. Like, tell me about your path and your journey to just step up into those two powerful roles, especially being a young man with in this world today where it's full of distractions. Right. It's full of distractions. So what gives you that type of courage and tenacity? Uh, well, first, I'll, I have to say it's a, it's a law that giving me the strength to to stay steadfast during this, these times and full of distractions. But also I'll, I'll say is, is knowing that everything we're, we're, it's a learning experience and we're learning life together. So uh, everything's not going to always be smooth or the picture perfect uh, stereotypical way of those roles of being husband and father. But, you know, the moments that you create, it, it builds character within the relationship and that, and within you as a person. So, I'm sorry. I said it's all a, it's all a process that I'm ha happy to be a part of. So, you know, I'm taking it a day at a time and 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 getting stronger as as, the, as time goes on. So, I can't complain. Absolutely, and I can fully agree with you. You know, it takes uh, uh, struggle. Struggle. I mean, I'm sorry. Struggle. It's, it's struggle. However, desire feeds the will, right? And the struggle is the struggle for balance. 
So, you know, balancing being a husband, balancing being father, balancing being a young black man, you know, balancing your career, you know, just balance, balance, balance. So, you know, I just want to commend you in doing that. And as I think over and listen to your story, I definitely see my story, you know, being a young girl, getting married at 18, not having the guidance, you know, that I needed to help my marriage sustain my first marriage. But through it all, that marriage was also a beautiful marriage because it prepared me for the second marriage, but I also learned all about myself. So in marriage, you know, you do get the opportunity to learn you what makes you, what breaks you. And so to see you step into that role and to be as courageous as you are, it shows that not only are you faithful to your marriage, but you're faithful to Allah. Mm. Marriage is half the faith. So congratulations on that. And so as we roll into now, we don't talked about it, y'all. Y'all, I hope y'all getting this, getting this, getting this. We don't talked about the marriage role. Let's talk about, um, you know, your 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 love for life, right? Yo, yo, you know, when you came out, let me just say this, y'all. When he came out the womb, literally, I didn't see him the first day because I was still, you know, under medication and stuff like that. But the next day that I seen my son and he looked me in my face and I got an opportunity to hold him in his hand. In my hand, a football was placed in his hand by my daddy. May God be pleased with him. And so it has just been a it's his makeup is is everything everything that I know about my son is he loves football. So let's let's talk about this journey. You know, mm. coming up little league football, then you went into high school football, and then you ultimately now you are you know in professional football. Like, tell me about that journey. Well, yeah, uh, I would think it stems from me being competitive. Like when I really when I really think about it, I just always been competitive, always wanted to be the best, always just an inch for competition. I I I I, I loved it because it always, you know, pushed me to, to be better than I was or new, it was a new obstacle that I had to attack to to overcome and win. So mm-hmm. I think that's what's that's what is the core of it all. But then football is just a sport that I love. Uh uh, just the game, I'm able to do certain things that uh, shows my talent. And then it was just like uh, a matchmaking, love at first sight kind of thing with my competitive nature. So that's just how those two things ran off with each other. And and it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Uh, this football experience, because it's as I've grown and as I've gotten to different levels, I've seen that it's a lot more uh, than football. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 like. You know, you as a person, it's football, and it's also the business side of it. So, uh, it's 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 a it's a great journey. It's a great it's a journey that can teach you a lot about life, and uh, it has its ups and downs. It has its ups and it has its downs, but I love it. So, yes. So let's talk about this competitive, and let's talk about the challenges. How does football? How has your journey in football been challenging, and how do you see that? as a part not just the game itself but the challenges of life what strategies have you taken from football to apply in your life to overcome challenges or and face and go through challenges right um that's a good question i will have to say uh well the the number one thing that i can take that translate to both life and football i would have to say is accountability uh being accountable 
uh, to people that's that's relying on you to achieve a certain goal or to uh, to to stay uh, on schedule with a certain thing, a certain habit, or a certain task that you have to complete. And uh, that's one thing that you know I was account I was accountable, but I was accountable to the things that I I, I wanted to be accountable to, and not everything that come along with it. So that was something I learned in football. Uh, you know, they say you have to be accountable on and off the field. Uh, you know, you have to your your teammates have to to be able to trust that you're going to be in the places that you have to be. And that's the same thing with marriage, fatherhood and 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 being a a, a regular pedestrian. You have to be accountable uh, yeah. that you're going to that you are going to be a role model to your children. You have to be accountable that, you know, uh, you can build a relationship with your with your with your spouse. You have to be accountable that. You know, you can build, you can build different uh, net, networking opportunity or or business uh, relationship, and being accountable with growing those things to help you become a successful business person. So, uh, that's that's something I, I really uh, can say that translate to both football and, and and life. Which is very powerful, Raheem, because as a transformational life coach that is one of the biggest buttons or biggest things that I have to work with, with my clients is accountability and accountability translate into responsibility, meaning being able to respond with ability. And so what I have found is that most people are conditioned. They're spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically conditioned not to, um, you know, not to be as accountable to their own personal vision, their own personal goals, their own personal, you know, uh, things that they desire to have out of life because of limiting beliefs, right? Um, they are conditioned or we have been conditioned with self-sabotaging behavior patterns. So to be able to confront and face and really hold yourself accountable, you know, is one of the biggest one of the, the biggest accomplishments that one can achieve when we come to reaching that next level, right? There's always new levels of accountability. Like you said, accountability in right. relationship. We see most marriages in this day and time break up because we forget to hold one another accountable in the marriage, but also responsible. We, we, we as, and I'm talking about a conditioning, right? We forget to be re responsible for the mate or responsible for our children. So as we are striving to heal on purpose and we're looking at different areas from different viewpoints, you're bringing a viewpoint as a young athlete, as a young black man, you know, as one that has gone through struggles. But here it is. I'm still holding it down. I'm still being accountable to all of these different areas in my life. So again, um, kudos to you. And so as I look at what you said, okay, I've taken the strategies from football. I've taken the strategies, you know, of accountability. Um, what can you say that you have had to most overcome, overcome at this age to show up as who you are today with this level of tenacity? What is it in your life? What areas of life that you know that you had to really stand toe to toe and didn't know if you was going to make it through? Exactly what you said. Uh, I think it's consistency. Uh, mm -hmm. Being able to uh, being able to remain steadfast through a, a large 
number of time, uh, a large amount of time, because uh, you know, it may you may encounter situations that's not going to solve itself in a week or mm. a month or or five months or six six months. But can you stay consistent with with the habits that you have to create to keep yourself going to keep inching towards that goal? Or can you stay can you stay consistent to to just 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 doing the little things that you have to do to, to, to make sure that you can stay, stay on, stay on, stay on track. So I think through it all, that's, that's the, the main thing is consistency. Mm, consistency. Wow. Again, as a coach, we are very inconsistent and we don't want to see things through. Right. One right. of my three principles, as y'all listening to this, I want you to write this down. Faith, focus, and follow through has helped me with consistency. Faith, having faith that no matter what's rocking my boat, it's going to come through, right? Focus, which means I have to be laser, laser, laser focused on the end goal of what I know that the outcome is going to be. It might rain, it might snow, but on the other side of all of that, on the other side of these storms, the sun shall, the sun shall, shall shine. And then that follow through, you know, and that's where I see that consistency is. You got to follow through on you. You got to follow through on the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And one of the key factors, Raheem, that I have found that helps me with consistency is patience. Woo, what you talking right. about? We live in a microwave. We live in a microwave society, y'all. We live in a microwave society. Raheem, what would you say as it relates to patience? And in, in being able to endure. All right. I, I, I think those those two those two things correlate with each other hand in hand. Like you said, having patience to endure. And that 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 levels up equally, that levels up perfectly with consistent because you go you're gonna need both of those things in order to be consistent. And especially in my journey of not knowing if I ever play again and you know, having to have having mm-hmm. that faith to, you know sacrifice something so i can make sure my body can mm. can stay can stay intact so i can still operate at a high level although i'm going through these these uncertain times it's faith and consistent consistency mm. those, those two perfect things is yes all oh, praises due to a lot so you said another word another word and as you talk about your story and what you had to give up to get to where you are sacrifice I believe that every level on every journey, we have to make sacrifices. Some people have to sacrifice money. Some people, you know, it's, there's always a level of sacrifice, right? Me, you know, raising y'all up in the nation of Islam and being in leadership, you all took a lot of bumps and bruises. That was my levels of sacrifice to get to where I am now. Let's talk about that sacrifice. What does that look like? What does it feel like? You know, is it an easy journey? You know, what does sacrifice mean to you? And what would you say to somebody that may find themselves right in the middle of, dang, I got to make a sacrifice? Mm, that's a deep question. I'll give you an authentic answer. Yes. I would say sacrifice is... It's... It's faith. Mm. It's sacrifice. Is faith? You know, not knowing, uh, not not knowing. Is this is this what I'm doing going to pan out? Come on now. Not Teach. knowing if 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 sacrificing is worth it. You know, yes. those, those are decisions that come to your mind when you actually have to give up something that you want to do. Those the 
big decisions that that those are the big thoughts that come up in your mind to that that gives you the the driving force to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. So I I I have to say sacrifice. Uh, it, that's 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 something huge that you want to accomplish. And I think uh, if you're going through, if it's something that you have to sacrifice, uh, if you're going through something that requires you to sacrifice, I will say keep your mind on that that angle. Keep your mind on seeing yourself as you cross through that barrier. Or, and and you know when you wake up in the morning, try to grab that feeling of what it feel like when you succeed. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through those sacrifices, you know, it's, it's that, that extra motivating factor. Because like I said, sometimes sacrifice may may take a, a lengthy amount of time. So you may, you're going to have to keep yourself motivated. You're going to have to stay consistent. You're going to, you know, you're going to have to, you have to keep up the faith. Those things all correlate with each other. So. Yes, yes absolutely. And, you know, sacrifice is giving up that which you don't have. A lot of people don't have time. A lot of people don't have the energy, right? You may have to give up the money. You may have to, you know, like you had to do, you had to sacrifice your family. You had to go and leave for six months, right? That's not an easy journey. It's not easy on your wife. It's not easy on your children, but what is the end goal and how's this going to, at the end of, at the end of it all, is it worth it? the levels of sacrifices that I'm going to make, you know, and is it, is it a selfish act, you know, or is it good for, for the good, for the whole, you know, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said we have to think for the whole. And so, um, in that, in that, as I talk and I'm thinking about my listening audience, there may be something that you're going through right now in your life that requires you, you know, self-improvement is sacrifice. Personal development is sacrifice, right? To become, for me, to become Sister Nayara and not be that girl that just want to hold on to her comfortable ways, guess what? I had to make a lot of sacrifice every morning when I get up and got to read 10 pages a day to keep my mind elevated. You know, when I got to do my prayers, whatever whatever it is, there's always, or when I have to go and study and do the things that I do so that I can sit before this camera and know that I'm adding value to somebody's life. That's a level of sacrifice. So you got to be willing to give up something in your life to get something. And that's healing on purpose, you know? So Raheem, as we talk about this journey um, with you sacrificing, you know, you had to sacrifice your family. You had to do a lot of things. You had to overcome a lot of things. Um, On my recent shows, I talked to brothers about healing, you know, men, self-care, self-love. Where do you, where do you fit that in? Or do you fit that in for yourself as far as self-care, self-love? And is that important for, for the man to do in particular, the black man? Uh, Yes, ma'am. I I think you have to, you have to heal. That's a, that's a part of the process of being able to, to keep going further. Uh, If you, if you're not healing and, and, and you taking everything, um, across the chin and, and you and you keep going and you don't have time to reflect and and see what's really causing you to move in a certain way or or how come you can't get past this threshold or or why can't you go further sometimes you have to uh, reevaluate reevaluate yourself and you have to you know say that it's okay that to make mm-hmm. those to make mistakes it's okay that you may fall short sometimes but you have the opportunity to keep moving forward so mm-hmm. That healing process is, is is very is is very vital and it's pivotal. It's pivotal to success. So, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Thank you. That's that's you know. It's like we're taking the vital signs of life. 
right? And so your chapter in the book, yay, y'all got to get the book, okay? You got to get the book, Repair of the Black Family Anthology. This is going to be great holiday gifts for you, for your family. You know, buy a couple of books and drop them in the gift bags. You are chapter 11, which is a very powerful number, okay? We, especially when you're talking about manifestations. And you, your chapter is ambition over adversity. Tell us about that. First of all, why ambition over adversity? And then let's let's go into the into the chapter. I think you like you set this question up. Okay, I got a funny story about ambition over adversity. You know, my mom she uh she 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 didn't want me to get tattoos, but I had a I had friends that was getting it, so I was influenced a little bit. And this ambition over adversity was my first tattoo that I got. Uh, along with my grandfather's name but ever since i marked my body i promise you this is this has been a, a key point in my in my in my lifeline uh just you know every time I, i'm i'm having some type of adversity you know it's having that ambition to keep going he's going through and i it seems like you know god has a way of keep throwing these different <laughs> adversities at me so but uh it's been a great journey and uh uh you know a lot of people have have been through the road that I've taken and it's not a tough role. And, and, and a lot of mentors that I've talked to or people that just have, you know, talked to me about the things that I've done and, and, and letting me know how, how inspirational has been is that, you know, some people, they decide to give up right when they're at the door or some people, they don't have the ambition to keep going. And I just think a lot of, you know, he filled me with um, ambition that, you know, to, to 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 keep driving through those those tough times that may uh ha have you thinking that you can't get through it and sometimes that you need that that's the that's that driving force for, to stay consistent is that ambition so yes man yeah. it's crazy how all that's come full circle but it's true absolutely so in in your chapter in the book what would you what what would you say that a reader would get from your chapter in the book uh kind of like everything we've been talking about on this interview you know uh you know just that's sometimes you know in life things things happen and it's all about how you're going to respond mm -hmm. you know uh I'm, I'm i'm trying not to sound cliche-ish but no you're not you know you're being very real and that's and that's one of the things that i love see repetitiveness to be able to be repetitive to be able to say and experience things over and over until we get it 100 correct right. so yeah it's not cliche it's real right it's real right. and so as we look at this this ambition over adversity you've also experienced a lot of diversity i mean just think about it how old are you son you know i got five right. children i got kind of 27 you're 27 27 right. and now you had you you've gone and you've lived in another country, right? And, right. And, I mean, it's been very different from you growing up in the south side of St. Petersburg, you know, and, and throughout your journey, you've experienced a lot of culture and a lot of diversity. Tell us about that and how uh, important it is to even be diverse. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful experience. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like reading a book and, and learning something for the first time. It's like, oh, I never knew this existed, you know, uh, seeing seeing different seeing different people from across the world and uh uh different communities different different cultures different ways of life and, and you know how they how they 
come together amongst each other and the music they listen to and the different foods that they eat. Uh, I, I think a lot that I've been blessed to experience those uh, different things. Um, I think we should all get out and see that is 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 more to life than just what we see in our neighborhoods, and it's different ways to make impacts. Um, based mm. off um, differently than what we're being fed uh, through our everyday timeline. So uh, mm. it, it's, it's great, especially music, you know, different vibrational music, uh, different cultures have different vibrational music that have to make them feel, you know, up, uplifting in different ways. It's just, it's, it's an amazing experience. So I'm glad I was able to experience those things. Awesome. Now, um, when we talk about diversity, I know that you um, you don't just play football. For those who may be listening, you've had the opportunity to play an instrument. What instrument? Instruments. I played. I play. I've played the trumpet and I played the drums. I played the drums. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. We're talking about being cultured. Okay, mm. how is that, and why? Why do you think that you know the youth should play instruments? Uh. It's just uh, to me, it's one of those competitive things. Just mastering something different, uh, not staying. Uh, we, we're so capable of so much, and, and being able to, you know, study something and and train yourself and get better at something, it's it's almost like training. It's almost like training for life. Going mm-hmm. through going through adversity of learning how to put your lips on the trumpet and withstanding the vibration and having your lips numb after that, or playing paradiddles and, and, and keeping cadence or, uh, you know, not getting tired with your forearms It all. It all, uh, it helps you, it helps you overcome adversity or overcome different, different things and uh, just fine, fine tuning those different uh, attributes. So. Absolutely. I, I actually loved it. And it helps you express different, uh, different ways. So. Beautiful. And you've also been able to speak Mandarin Chinese. I studied a little bit, uh, certain things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I studied through high school, uh, but yes, I, I, I like the language. Okay, good. All right, son. So as we are looking um, to, you know, elevate this and and go to uh, to the closing. Now, of course, you uh, wasn't born into the nation of Islam, but you was raised into the nation of Islam. You know, um, mm-hmm. accepting the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad at a very young age. And um, of course, as a mom, I'm very proud of that. Tell us about your experience and, you know, how essential is that a part as a, as it relates to your life and, and being a young man, young black man in this society today? Uh, well, first I'd like to thank Allah for, you know, having me under this, uh, having me or guiding me um, to this way of life. Uh, uh, I, I would say, you know, it helped me so much, you know, even in a way that I being able to see certain things or being able to, you know, uh, uh, have these certain, these disciplines that were taught or, uh, you know, being able to, to know who I am, know who, know who God is. And just those, those different things to help me be able to stand up stronger as a man, especially in America and all the things that we're seeing today. And to know that having the guidance of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, may peace be upon him, uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's wonderful, you know, having that guidance because I'm not, I'm not afraid or I'm not, I'm not 
in in disarray or I, I'm not it's not like it's all a shock to me because I had certain guidances and, I, and I'm, I'm instructed on how to move in certain ways uh so I'm just thankful I'm just thankful mm. for 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 that praise be to Allah thank you and that's a key word guidance what would you say to a young black man today that um needs that guidance or you know they may not feel they may feel like you know the only way out is to be famous you know athlete uh a, 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 what is a rapper or you know whatever whatever what would you say to a young black man today that may be listening to this or a mother that may be raising or a father that's raising a young black man in society today and just need that extra mm, you know to ensure that they can get through you know the tr the the tumultuous times that we're in yeah I'll, uh, you 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 let me right into it i'll just say man look at the look at the times we're in look at Look at how how look at how much death is around us and, and everything that's being promoted uh through the food, through through the music, through movies, you know, uh through what you're looking at 24-7, through 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 Instagram, um, through these different platforms. So I'll say uh just just seek guidance, you know, seek seek advice. Uh, you know, you, you your cup can never be full. You always want to, you know. A elder, or even if it's not an elder, try to have an ear for wisdom that you that you can take to make proper decisions in in today. Because there's so much negative influences that that you've been given that you don't even know. So you know, uh, it's a spiritual warfare going on right now, mm -hmm. and you want to make sure you you're getting tools from tools to help you get through these times. Mm, very very powerful. I love the fact that you said have an ear for wisdom, you know, that's, that's not something that we commonly hear in today's time. So family, as you are listening to this, you know, scriptures say in all thine get and get understanding. And that is wisdom, you know, so we should seek out wisdom. And so uh, Raheem, what, um, what are some of your favorite uh, motivational uh, of course, you have the Honorable Minister of Farcon, but what are some of the motivational people that you like to listen to or books that you can recommend that people should read outside of the Repair of the Black Family? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, uh, you know, I'm more of a, 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 a YouTube guy. I like to, uh, you know, watch things or, or listen or listen to things. But uh, uh, I, I love Ray Lewis. Mm. Uh, he's very passionate. Uh, Inky Johnson, I, I believe, is his name. Mm -hmm. uh, a great, a great guy. Uh, oh no, I forgot the brother's name. Uh, oh no, it's, it's I know you lot. always send me stuff on Nineteen Keys too. So, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nineteen Keys, brother Ben X, all those brothers. Uh, it's so much. It's so much. It's so many different people I listen to. It, it's so many different influences or motivational speakers that that's out there that, that that i listen to but uh yeah i just just try to keep my ear and all of it yes sir all right family so you have heard from raheem muhammad tonight brad muhammad aka raheem and as we close this down um i'm gonna ask you what is it that you would like the listening audience to know as it relates to ambition over adversity and just any closing remarks that you have. Um, you know, 
I, I believe that experience is the best teacher, mm. but you can, but sometimes, you know, taking, taking heed to warnings from people that's giving you advice ahead of time can, can, can sometimes be better than actually experiencing those things. Um, I would say if you are in the middle of, 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 of an adversity that's, 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 you know, you feel like you can't get through or, or it's a major, it's a, it's one of the biggest adversities that you're going through in life, you know, seek refuge in God, mm -hmm. uh, pray, you know, is, you know, now that I've gotten through the things that I've, I've, I've written about in my chapter and, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing football. I'm real. I'm realizing how much I put a cap on life, mm. you know, by, by being stuck in my mind mm. when, when I should have, I, I could have had different perspectives or I couldn't move. I could have moved more efficiently, more earlier than, than I, than I, than I started to, uh, I don't know. It's just, just life is, life is great. Just keep going, keep going. Cause it's, uh, it gets greater later. Mm. All right, y'all heard it from Brother Raheem. It gets greater later, and so hold on, Raheem, as I go ahead and um, put you in the in the in the, um, in the holding room. Family, you have listened to Raheem Muhammad ambition over adversity, and we're gonna close out our 2022 with that theme. You have literally. 30 days to close out your 2022 with ambition over adversity. How are you going to transition into the 2023? It's not too late. Start to write down the things that no longer serve you and put forth the things that's in your now that you are grateful for and create what is your future self, what your future self is going to look like. Remember, it is your uh, it's your responsibility to place you before anything and everything that is going that is not going to get you to where you desire to be in the 2023. You have been listening to Heal on Purpose podcast with Sister Nayura. Our goal, our focus is to help bring forth tools that's going to help not just change you and elevate you to the next level, but your family, your community, and ultimately the world. How do you fit in this kingdom? Are you a kingdom builder? What levels of responsibility that you are really willing and ready to be accountable for to help bring in the kingdom of God? It is our responsibility to heal on purpose. And with that being said, y'all get ready for 2023 because Sister Nayara has some awesome, awesome coaching programs that's going to be released. I have the new retreats that's coming out. We're going to Belize. We're going to Egypt. And... um. Don't forget to get your book, The Repair of the Black Family Anthology. I want you to pick up the phone tonight, call somebody, and let them know that everything's going to be all right and it gets greater later. Thank you for listening. You have tuned in. To, oh, by the way, uh, Repair of the Black Family is a nonprofit organization. So if you want to make your donations, go ahead and make it. Make a donation. You can go to my website at www.repairoftheblackfamily.com. You also can um, 
go to uh you can cash app us at dollar sign repair black family help us keep this mission going stronger if you are watching live on facebook remember we are content creators so you can go ahead and shoot us some stars and let us continue to serve you thank you for listening this is your host sister nayara peace